0: In today's day and age you need academia and entrepreneurship to be more interlinked because the problems that we're trying to solve need really great research to come up with like new and innovative solutions to solve them. And that might be a technology solution, that might be a new strategy, that might be bringing a whole new area of thinking to a a different problem. many of which we've sort of drawn on at Pollinate. So I think more and more, if we're going to solve these huge problems, we need to pull in every resource we can and have that entrepreneurial zeal, but backed up with like very solid research and data. For me, I don't think it is really the dollar signs for most entrepreneurs, whether it's in the social enterprise space or the for-profit, fully for-profit enterprise space. The ones that really succeed are the ones that are doing it you know, for the passion, whether it's for the excitement of the new area, or you know, for the cause or the impact, and pretty much all of the really successful ones I know, the dollars you know, have come in as a bonus and has you know, been a subsequent motivator, but not the primary cause. A social enterprise which is basically an organisation which sits somewhere between a charity that we already know and and a business that creates both impact but is financially sustainable has been recognised as a a really sort of cool way to go about solving some of these old problems without just sort of funnelling lots of aid towards them. It's actually not that new a concept. There have been really great social enterprises throughout histories Throughout history, um, be they cooperatives or, or other organisations that had a social mission but wanted to be financially sustainable. But today, more and more, you see people going out first with their impact and second with their financial sustainability, and that's really at the core of, of social enterprises. What I've noticed is that for every entrepreneur, there are 10 people in the room that are going to tell you how you can't do it. So you do have to sort of shut your ears a lot of the time. But I do think there is an element and when your organisation gets to a point that it's large enough that you do need to have an independent board of experts who are really saying, is this the right decision? Are you doing it the right way? Should we do it differently? Should we stop? The key tips that I would give someone if they were starting out was to know really why it is that you want to do this. Make sure it's something that gets you out of bed every morning and it's not just about the dollars, it's about the impact you're going to make in people's lives. And then get a team around you that care about it just as much as you do. Because the number one thing I've learned from fundraising and doing a whole lot of things in the space is that people won't invest in an individual, they invest in a really great team of people that are passionate. And the entrepreneurial road is a lonely one if you're going to be alone. It's really high and really low. So sharing that with a team who can buck you up and you know and share the joy as well is really important. So be clear on what it is that motivates you and then you know, share that motivation with your team. Find people that care about that too. And then let that team help you sort of grow it bigger and further than you ever thought you could.